You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the second season of the IEC National podcast series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Jerry Thomas. Jerry is a true leader and a true patriot. He has served IEC's Merit Shop mission for decades as the executive director of one of the premier chapters in the country, IEC Dallas. He's an innovator, he's a leader, he's a visionary, and he's helped to make the association everything that it is today. I'm really looking forward to our conversation, and Jerry, I would like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. Thank you, Spencer. Are you, are you sure you're describing me? <laughs> uh, well, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I, oh, I, think no, so. I, I, I think so. I, I, I appreciate uh, the nice compliments and all that. Oh, you bet. you bet. I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's been really a pleasure to uh, be associated with uh, IEC yes. and uh, uh, folks around the country and you know, folks here in Dallas uh, have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we have some wonderful members uh that support the association and, uh, and and truly have made IEC a great organization. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, great. Well, we we, we appreciate you uh, uh, taking time out of your or your busy schedule to, to be able to share a little bit of your story with us, and and we can talk um, a little bit about you know how you got to where you're at. But but at first, I want to start with uh, you know, wh- did you grow up in the Dallas area, or where did you grow up, Jerry? No, Spencer, I, I uh, was born and raised in Corpus Christi, Texas. Is that right, uh, Corpus Christi? Gulf, yep. Yeah, yeah, down on the it's down on the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, I grew up there. Uh, graduated high school and mm-hmm. uh, and left uh, Corpus, moved to Houston. Okay. Worked worked for an oil and gas uh, company there uh-huh. for a while, and then moved back to Corpus. Uh, went to a community college for a couple of years, and. Uh, and then the draft came along. They were yeah. drafting people in, and yeah. so I went in the uh, army. I mm-hmm. was in the uh, uh, U.S. Army for a couple of years, and uh, was stationed uh, after basic training in Colorado. I was stationed in Austin, Texas, of all places. Oh wow! And um, I was stationed at a missile site, and people were saying, "You mean we had missiles in Austin, Texas?" Yeah, yeah. I would say yes. Yes, uh, we did. <laughs> out, out in the hills, the hidden hills of Austin. Really? Uh, it was a Nike Hercules missile site there, and I was there for a couple of years. I really enjoyed the military and uh, yeah. and uh, had had some great times and mm-hmm. was very happy to serve my country. So. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and yeah, appreciate your service on that. Were, did did you were you in uh, in Austin for a majority of your service or? or? Tell me a little bit about that. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. O- outside of uh, outside of being uh, in Colorado during basic, uh-huh. uh, I came back. Uh, I was assigned to that missile site in Austin, yeah. and uh, and uh, I guess right near the end of my uh, service uh, time, uh, right before I was due to be released, uh, I had orders to get to uh, transfer to uh, Germany. And, wow. Uh, when the Commanding officer looked at my orders and he said, "Well, Jerry, you don't have enough time left to go to Germany. To go to Germany, yeah. have to be over there at least a year, year and a half, gotcha. maybe." And so he just contacted our the headquarters and said, "Hey, this gentleman's getting out here in a couple of months or so." So yeah, my replacement went to Germany, and and uh, I stayed in Austin, and uh, 
went to University of Texas for a while and uh, and worked, and uh, then decided I would uh, move to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I moved up to Dallas and uh, worked for a while for yeah. the American Cancer Society. Really, and, uh, really, as field representative and raising money uh, to support cancer research. And, yes, uh, very from important. There, I, uh, wow. Oh, yeah, it was. And it was very rewarding. And then from there, I moved up uh, north, about 35 miles north of Dallas to uh, Denton, Texas, where I, I attended the uh, University of North Texas, uh, where I graduated. Okay, and, uh, wow. Went to work for, uh, after graduation, went to work for Honeywell mm-hmm. in the computer division and, and uh, was a marketing administrator for them. And and then after that, it's uh, on on to IEC, and uh, I've been here. This is my thirty-first year. Now. Thirty-one years. <laughs> Thirty-one years. Thirty-one good and happy and fast years, I, I would guess too. Uh, it really has been, and yeah. I, gosh, I've seen sure seen a lot of things go down in IEC yeah. over the years. It's been great, though. All of it's been very positive, and it's nice to see that. Uh, you know, we came from just small little chapters and yes. a small organization, and and the IC National yeah. being managed by an association management firm. You know, yes. now we have a great staff and yeah. a very uh, prominent uh, national organization. And, yeah. And, uh, so it's it's been a it's been a great ride. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, well. So okay. So let me let me backtrack a little bit too, uh, Jerry. And, and, so your your time at Honeywell, what were and what what did you graduate from uh, you, when you went to college there in Denton? What what degree did you come out uh, with? Marketing. A marketing yeah, degree. I, I, I see. Yeah, I have a degree in marketing, gotcha. and then I I, I uh, when I went to work for Honeywell, I continued at night working on my MBA. I didn't finish it. I yeah. had a few hours to go, but I just didn't. Uh, but uh, I worked. Uh, uh, I was a marketing administrator there. That we had two large marketing branches here in Dallas. Yeah. That uh, uh, they sold uh, Honeywell uh, computers. Okay. And uh, so I, I worked for them for a couple of years. Uh, I left there and uh, I became executive director of the Leukemia Society of America. And wow. I, I did that because leukemia at the time was the number one killer of young children. I, yes. I'm not sure where oh. it stands now, but I just felt, uh, I don't know, I felt uh, that I needed to make a commitment to yeah. helping. So I, I was with the hmm. Leukemia Society for like 20 years. Wow. And wow. Uh, here all in Dallas. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we had some great times. met a lot of wonderful people. And yeah. <clears throat> got involved in uh, a lot of events and things like that to raise money for right, right. leukemia research and, and so on. So yeah. I graduated from North Texas in 1969. So, 1969. Uh, okay. Okay. Very good. 1969. And then... Uh, like I said, moved back to Dallas, and nice. I did that work there, and then huh. then eventually uh, became the executive director of a, uh, IEC Dallas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wow. The chapter was established in March of 1957. Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I'm just, uh, gosh, I guess I've been here about half the life of the. I chapter. know. I know. I, I how, know. How can it be? How can it be? Yeah. Well. Well. Again, well, I, I came. Uh, I, I came aboard here. Uh, July of 1988. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. 88. Um, and 
did you, had you heard about IEC before that, or you know, how did oh, you even no. learn about IEC? Somebody reach out to you, or you just kind of found it in the one ads, or well, yeah, Spencer, uh, yeah, Spencer, uh, business, uh, the business climate. We were in a recession. Yes, during, the time, during that, that period of time. Yes, we were. And uh, and and I was I was not very happy with. Uh, I had changed jobs. Uh, spent eleven months with. Uh, with a uh, with the private industry council, I became the first executive director of private industry council. They, the private industry council, were the they, people call them the picks. They yeah. were uh, they were representative of the uh, of the national uh, job training okay uh, partnership act. Yeah, and, uh, so they were responsible for uh, uh, allocating funds to various individuals and entities who did training. Mm-hmm. Uh, provided, like for example. Uh, uh, low-income uh, uh, individuals, uh, families yeah, yeah. that needed training, or yeah. like uh, single mothers who, you know, we wanted to get them off of welfare and yeah. put them on into a job, and they path pathway to succeed, pathway and, to yeah, yeah, yeah rise up, yeah. So yeah. I worked there for a little bit, and then I'll tell you quite honestly, we're in such a, a terrific recession, mm-hmm. and uh, I just started just looking around and mailing out resumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I got received a call from a Don Kaufman. Don mm-hmm. was the HR safety uh, director for Mills Electrical, mm-hmm. who was one okay. of our largest contractors here. Yeah, and uh, he said, uh, "Jerry, uh, it's Don Kaufman. Uh, uh, I have your resume here. Are you still interested in interviewing for the executive director position with the independent electrical contractor?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Yes, I would be." Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I, I knew nothing about construction industry or electrical or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interviewed by them and hired, so the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Well, and and thankfully yeah. so, because again, I mean, I think you have during that period of time, you've seen a lot of of changes and helped to champion a lot of changes within uh, making sure that Merit Shop is placed pl- prominently, um, not only in Texas Absolutely. but throughout the country. Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah that's, uh, I, I, I've seen, I've seen so many many positive changes yeah. in our industry. Yeah, and and I, I think of things like, for example, safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, having safe environment uh, for uh, employees to work yes. in, yes. and so forth. And 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 so, uh, Don Kaufman at the time was chairing our apprenticeship committee, and we decided to to develop a safety checkup, which became the Spark Award. Mm-hmm. Right. And. Uh, so, uh, you know, that impacted all the contractors around the country, and it made them realize that, hey, safety was really important, that you need to check, do a safety checkup of your company every year to make sure you're, you are where you are in, Absolutely. in safety Absolutely. Uh, arena. And uh, so, I mean, things like that, I mean, uh, as a marketing person, I look at, I look at how things are perceived. Yes, And, yes. Uh, you know, so... Hmm. You look at something, and what does it look like, and how do you perceive it? Yes. And so my big thing uh, in that area was I wanted to do something about uh, raising the level mm-hmm. of respect uh, in our industry yes. for the fact that we have great people working in the industry, but at the time we had a, such a uh, construction industry had such a poor image yes. of, you know, the guy bending over with his... Yeah. Tiny showing, right, right, and, and things like that, you know. Right. And so, I thought, well, I think what we'll do here, we'll start with IEC in our program, and and so I, I, I said, what we're going to do is a cap and gown mm-hmm. with a commencement speaker and so yes. on and so forth, and yeah. 
So we started that, and and and, and we we videotaped it because Bill Bledsoe at the time was mm-hmm. National Friendship yeah. uh, Committee chair. Yeah. And Bill asked me if I'd do that, so I I taped it, and he showed it to every member of the National Committee, and. As a result, it spread out, and it now spread. other chapters are in the cap and gown. Exactly, it it raises so, that that to a new level when you when you think about. I mean, this is a major accomplishment in individuals' lives. Absolutely. Help to change that image. Help to empower ourselves to be able That's to recognize exactly right. it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was great. Wow. So yeah, you're you know you're right. There there are just things that have happened over the years that come along, and hmm. and uh, I, I I like the fact that uh, we're uh, a very generous people and that we yes, share we uh, ideas and make suggestions and I know sometimes I've, I've been accused of kind of being a little abrasive on things sometimes but I, I, I don't mean to be in that respect I, I, I mean for anything that I I do in that in that uh, uh, respect to be constructive and absolutely uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a real passion for the association absolutely, absolutely. and I, I want it to do well and because I love our members and uh, I love our mission, yeah, and yeah. and and I, I think it's important that we try to be the very best that we can be. Amen, amen. Yes, absolutely. I think yeah, and and that and that's part of what leadership is about too is is saying what needs to be said um, to be right. able to then make sure that we're thinking through things and and pointing things in the right direction because this we're we're mission focused in in IEC right. and and it is all about serving that mission to serve our members to serve the merit shop industry and to provide the best yeah. quality services best quality solutions uh, for our contractors yeah, absolutely so, yeah and yeah. you know uh, you know I see the improvement uh, over the years in our friendship program and yeah I, and, yeah you know I, I'm really so very proud to to represent our apprenticeship program to anyone who yes. wants to yeah. listen. And and I think the great thing about what all of us do, Spencer, mm-hmm. and, and you've been a big part of this uh, in, in your time with IEC, is that we we really make a difference in people's lives. Yes, we are. Yes, we the are. Young people that come into our apprenticeship program, uh, they come back and they tell us, thank you very much. You know, you made yeah. a difference for yeah. me. And that... That's the rewarding part. It is. I think of what we do. You, you just you just filled me with goosebumps, Jerry, because um, you you couldn't have hit the nail harder on the head. And it's we're we're creating life changing opportunities for these young people. That's um, they really are. They're, they're, it it creates a career pathway, a rewarding career pathway that's that empowers them. It it helps to fulfill that that uh, di- desire and that passion within them and put them in a, yeah. in a uh, uh, and given them the opportunity through our, our excellent world-class apprenticeship program to succeed Absolutely. at everything that they do. And we cheer well, them along along the way, you know, and, and their yeah, career. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. We, we want, uh, when we, it's like we tell students, mm-hmm. we're not getting you in the program to make it hard on you and to kick you out. Right, right. We want you to graduate. That's right. We want you to be successful. We That's want right. you to realize your dreams. That's right. And, uh, you know, we, we on, I said from time to time, people come back and they'll they'll thank us for the opportunity that we offered yes. them. And, yes. and uh, you know, I just think of, uh, for example, not long ago, a young man come in and he had just graduated and been about, I guess, about a year and a half, two years after graduation. And then mm-hmm. he said, Jerry, can I meet with the apprenticeship committee the next time they meet? And I said, hmm. 
sure, what is it you're, what, yeah. what, you know, what do you want What's to What's your topic, yeah. And he yeah. said, I, I want to thank them hmm. for uh, giving me the opportunity to be <laughs> in this program and support me with, a, you know, a job. That's amazing. And, That's amazing. And so on and so forth. And I said, sure, and I gave him the date of when they were going to meet. And yeah. when he comes in and he reintroduces himself, mm-hmm. some of the guys wished him well, and so on and so forth. And he said, what I wanted to say, gentlemen, is thank you very much for the opportunity that you gave me and my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to yeah. buy us a new house. Yeah. And he said that we never thought we'd be able to do that. Yeah. But he said, uh, the opportunity that I took advantage of that you gave me, uh, it it has proven well for me and my family, and I'm making a good living now thanks to you guys. And uh, he said we were able to buy a new house. I just want to let you know how much we appreciate it. Yeah. That's and that's all he wanted to say. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Well, the, the character shows a lot in that that young man to to recognize the yes, opportunities sir. that are afforded to him, the people to be able to help support him along that pathway. But at the end of the day, that's he did true. it by his own bootstraps. You know, he, he achieved it. But but he also has that gratitude uh, to, and and that mm-hmm. drive to go back. And that's just that's tremendous. Um, and yeah, I think absolutely. that really embodies a lot of of the merit shop philosophy too, the merit shop spirit yes, of, you know that that yeah. you can if you if you dedicate yourself if you try uh, every day your best you put your best in you will continue to achieve success throughout life and Absolutely. and this this industry supports that and is hungry it for does. individuals like that that have that drive that burn and uh, so yeah it's, it's just amazing to see those life-changing pieces and, and to play a, a you know we play a a small yet significant role along that pathway for them, um, and those those opportunities where they come and tap you on the shoulder, and and thank you, it goes a long way, doesn't it? You know. Yeah, it really, it yeah. really does. Yeah. It really does. It's amazing. You know, Spencer. One thing yeah. I want to say too. Uh, yes. I want to commend uh, the effort of our membership uh, yes, to make IEC National a very viable. Mm-hmm. Uh, organization and and to and the work that y'all do up there to yeah. uh, make things better for us and in the chapter areas and to provide information and guidance to us sometimes when we ask for it and uh, yep. but I I, I want to commend y'all on the yeah. convention. Thank you. Y'all do a really really good job. Yeah. On, Thank you. Uh, a very informative, fun and entertaining. Uh, national convention yes. I, you know i've seen it grow over the years of this yeah <laughs> i just I, I can't believe this is, is this that right is really happening you know but yeah. i mean the expo and things like that the competition with the apprenticeship mm-hmm. and, uh, i mean it's just like a i, I know behind the scenes it's not that, uh, that way with y'all but to somebody like myself looking at it it's like an, a well-oiled machine you yeah know? but yeah it's uh y'all have really done a really good job with it well, I, I, I appreciate that, Jerry. It, it, that means a lot. And, and uh, you know, it, I, I will share that with our staff. Cause we were, we're blessed to have dil- diligent staff members to be able to then put that show on and, and our volunteer leadership to help guide it in the right direction. And everybody, it, it's, it's the power of we, you know, it's, it's yeah. everybody coming together. Everybody's got a role well, within I, it. Um, and I think sometimes yeah. people lose sight of that. It's a huge undertaking. It is. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not like uh, putting together a little meeting for 30 or 40 members. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is a huge undertaking. Yeah, a couple, couple thousand people coming from across the country. Yeah, and it you know, takes yeah. many months of planning and 
for them to execute it and everything. Absolutely. And Y'all have just done a really good job. Well, thank you, thank you, and and it's a huge value add. For, you know, because again, it's all about our 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 members, our contractors, providing that value back to them, helping to yep. then you know share the the um, the yep. thought leadership that's out there. You know, the the, the newest uh, newest solutions to those you know age old problems, as well as the new technologies, new new practices, right. new legislation, new regulation, everything that's there. Um, Got it? Yeah. For for our guys to stay competitive, um, they got to connect back to their association. That's that's how we provide a lot of that leadership. So, uh, that national convention is the best way to do it um, on on the big scale. And then yeah, then participating within the the local chapters, you know, is 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 really where a lot of the rubber meets the road too. You know, so yeah. you know, putting on those those events like you you guys do down in Dallas and other areas throughout the country is critical. Um, to to our business leaders that that we're trying to provide those solutions to them to be able to then create a, an opportunity for them to get together and and uh, learn and understand from each other and from IEC mm-hmm. the best that we possibly yep. can. So you're absolutely correct. That's great. That's great. Absolutely correct. Uh, Jerry, I want to I want to ask you a question you know, um, about uh, mentors and and I know you know we we're talking a little bit about you know influencing. Uh, some of the, the the people that are entering the the career and, and you've had a long history within IEC of of influencing individuals um, and bettering their their lives their careers their families their their communities um, everything within their their um, their realm is, is there when you think back um, is there one or two people that that pop out in your head of a someone that was really a true mentor to you and maybe you could share a little bit about uh, that individual with us. Well, and I'd be happy to. And yeah. there's one individual that that stands out, and yeah. that's Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Uh, Tom oh, was, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Tom was the executive director of uh, Fort Worth when they hired me here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Dallas Fort Worth used to be one chapter. Used to be together. Tom mm-hmm. was the director there. And then when they decided to form the two chapters, and Tom went to Fort Worth, and uh, they hired another gentleman that they knew for Dallas, and I eventually took his place. But Tom Jones. Uh, I was completely new to the construction industry. As far as managing the chapter, that's not a problem in mm-hmm. business. But, uh, you know, understanding the people and the industry and what they were involved in and, uh, and uh, you know, like the lingo of the, yeah. the association. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Tom, Tom and I, because Fort Worth and Dallas are close together, Tom and I, uh, initially, we would meet once a week and we'd have lunch. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd say, Tom, what about this or that? And he would say, well, this is such and such and so on and so forth. And and he just, he it, it was a huge assistance That's great. to yeah. me. And, showed you the ropes. Uh, he and, really and, showed you the ropes you know, in a lot of ways. And, yeah. and so when we started going to national meetings, the yeah. first meeting, uh, first convention I went to, of course, that was right after I became director here, but mm-hmm. that was it was in Nashville. Okay. And uh, so... <laughs> Bob Wilkinson, then Bob Wilkinson came along. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston hired him mm-hmm. after that. And uh, so Bob and Tom and I would get together and talk a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're all Texans here, you know, we're you Texas chapters. And so Bob said, you know, I've made friends with Ernie, mm-hmm. the uh, director in, da- yep. in Denver. Yeah. And uh, I had made friends with Mary Ellen Dombrowski, who was a director in New England. Mm -hmm. And so we got together at one of the meetings, and we said, 
why don't we start meeting mm-hmm. just the executive directors? Yeah. And uh, so, okay, well, and so we talked to the other executive directors at the meeting, at whatever meeting we were at mm-hmm. at the time, and uh, they said, oh, that'd be great if we could all get together and share huh. information and ideas. Right, right, right. So Bob and Ernie and Tom and I ganged up on uh, uh, Mary Ellen. We made her the first executive director uh, uh, of the council. Right. It wasn't a council, it was just called the ED mm-hmm. group. And so Mary Ellen, uh, she served the uh, uh, first year, and uh, when we'd have meetings, we 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 would have our own little thing going while the contractors were meeting. And so what we did is we just, Tom and Bob and I, we just put together a, a little agenda that yeah. uh, I did, like, what is IC and who are we and yeah, you know we're we're basically salespeople, you know, right? And and then Bob would do all the marketing stuff and and the giveaways and the little trinkets and mm-hmm. and all kinds of promotions. And then Tom would do the financial stuff, like gotcha. hey, this is how you do your chapter budget. And this yeah. is what you need to look at for financial statements. Yeah, reports and so on and so forth. So we started doing these little workshops, and uh, then that following year they. Uh, they ganged up on me and made me the chair of it, and I couldn't get away from it for three years. Is that right? Three years in a row of this thing. But we we then started having our own little executive director meetings. Yeah, yeah. And Ike Casey was uh, yeah your your sure. counterpart then. And, you bet. And so I we had, we would invite Ike mm-hmm. uh, to come to the meetings, and so he could participate with us because he was new to IEC also. And, mm-hmm. We'd, we'd kind of share, you know, national and, and chapter stuff. Yeah. But uh, so the ED thing just started growing, and we did workshops. And this is the reason why, Spencer, I'm kind of adamant about, uh, and I know the past few mm-hmm. chairs of ED council kind of think, Jerry, what, what's wrong with you? You're always complaining. But yeah. I, I, I said, we've grown so far away from where we were where we were yeah with training uh, and and sharing mm-hmm. that we spent too much time on other things and mm-hmm. see because the reason why i say mm-hmm. that spencer is because the executive directors over the years would say you know jerry man that was a i learned so much in these meetings in the meetings yeah. share yeah. and, and the experienced people can tell us some things that that maybe we're thinking about doing or not doing and and that sort of thing. So they became uh, executive director meetings, became little workshops. For yeah, us. yeah. And then we would have, sometimes we'd have a key person come in, like an attorney who may talk about, Specific you know, the legal topic. aspect yeah, of the thing yeah. in, uh, in an association. <laughs> and, you know, things like that. We'd have somebody like that every once in a while. But, you bet. Uh, it, it, really, uh, it really was a very good learning experience. And uh, I, I worked for about, a year, I guess, on a, an ED manual, mm-hmm. and I don't even know where that thing is. And I can't even find it. I sent it. I sent it on disk to. <laughs> I see. Oh national, my goodness! Yeah. I, who knows where it is? Now, I don't have any idea. It's been to me years ago, but huh. it was a little manual for new people coming in, especially. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to be able to participate. Participate, yeah. I should say more. Yeah. yeah. Than I do, but I'm. I'm not. Uh, in a position where I can travel as much as I used to. But, understood, understood. Uh, I, I still like the ED Council thing and what we do, and I, it's it's a good thing for our, our membership. And, yeah. and and what we did, too, Spencer, with this mentoring thing, is we would always send out things to the other, especially the newer directors, or they'd call us, mm-hmm. 
and say, hey, well, Jerry, what about this, or Tom, or Bob, or right, what about this, or that? Work through problems or ideas yeah, so or I, yeah. And I'm very willing to, you know, if you want us to work with any new people, or if, yeah. you, if you want to give them my telephone number, my email uh, address, I'm very happy to help. Oh, yeah, anyway. absolutely. Appreciate that. Yeah, no. yeah. And, and especially, I mean, we got, yeah, there were, were 50 chapters, you know, across the country, and there's... There's a lot of moving parts in each one of those areas. Everybody's at a different right. spot in their the maturation or their growth cycle, their business cycle within right. their chapters. You know, some are, right. are are very modest in size, and some are very established, like like IEC Dallas. Um, sure. And and but each one of us, we we need each other. You know, to be able to learn from and, and lean on at different points uh, to be able to help us get further ahead. Uh, there's something to learn from and, from each one. So. That's right. Hey, it makes no di- I, it makes no difference whether you've been here 31 years like me or you've yeah. been here a year. Um, we all have ideas. Absolutely. And we can all exchange information and learn from each other. Absolutely. You know? Yes, sir. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to help though in any way. Whatever y'all want to do. That, that's terrific. That's I mean, terrific. I'm happy to do that. That's terrific. As well as we're getting out there and, and we are starting new chapters. You know, we, we will be. Um, you, you mentioned Nashville, um, so yeah, the uh, the upcoming IEC National Convention here uh, next week <laughs> in St. Louis. Oh, then, uh, right. yeah, the the membership committee we we have launched a uh, a new chapter that's that's been in provisional status uh, in the Nashville area, and they're going right. to be presenting to the me- membership committee and then presenting back to the national board. Um, hopefully, we'll be 51 chapters at that point. That's and, great. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. It is. It's Well, terrific. you know, uh, and it's nice that Walt is real close there and yes. all, but I yes. think if any of us can help in any way or if they need to call us or, you know, we, we used to do that yeah. uh, back years ago, too, like I did with Kansas City and and a couple of chapters we formed here in Texas and mm-hmm. uh, uh, just around the country. Anytime that we could help out, we'd be happy to go and that's terrific. visit with them, give them ideas or exchange information or answer questions or whatever that's terrific that's i'm terrific. happy to do that I'm very happy to do it good well thank you sir thank you sir um you know thinking about our industry i mean you know one of the big big issues that we have is is uh you know this this workforce shortage is as we got um you young people that are looking at different career pathways uh, or have been told that they should be looking at di- different career pathways than than in the trades um although that we're seeing more people migrating over to the trades we're going to have over 13,000 right. apprentices you know in our uh, 50 training schools across the country this mm-hmm. year um, which is mm-hmm. almost double where we were 5 years ago this is a good thing uh, but we still need more skilled trades people how how do you when you're talking to a young person or or have the opportunity to talk to somebody that's looking at you know the career in front of them how do you what do you say about uh, the benefits of of being in the electrical profession well you know and, and we we do this in several ways yeah. we, as far as our approaches are concerned mm-hmm. you know if, if we go into the high schools which we do and we visit with young young uh, people in high school 11 12th graders mm-hmm. um, i always like to take an apprentice with me that's about close to their age and I yeah. let the apprentice talk yeah. a lot. But I usually pose the question when we first start out with these high school people like that, is that who do you think built this building, right. Right, hooked up the air conditioning, the lights, right. Right. the heat, so you can use your computers and get right. in a nice air-conditioned classroom, construction trades people did, yeah. Yeah. and the lights and being able to use this air conditioning and the computers and everything, an electrician was responsible for right. it. Uh, performing the work so you can do that. 
Now, I want you to listen to someone who's about your age, who's yeah. in the apprenticeship program, or who's going through it, or has just completed it, mm-hmm. and they're working, and I'm going to let them visit with you, and you ask all the questions you want. So mm-hmm. I turn loose the apprentice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great approach. The other way that we're doing this is that we're, we're establishing electrical trades programs in high schools. Yes. Yes. Tell me and, about that. Uh, yeah. we, have, we have one now that's already under our belt, and this year we have about 60 students. Mm-hmm. And there's one... This is a small town outside, about east of Dallas. Okay. Uh, we, uh, the stumbling block we found, and, and, and I put together a, a, an executive director, training director mm-hmm. coalition here in Texas that uh, we've been working on these high school programs, Spencer, is that the stumbling block that we're finding is we do not have someone to teach. Instructors. Yeah. yeah. We need... We have the program. Mm-hmm. We've got a program down pat. We've got two programs. We can use the IEC curriculum mm-hmm. if we have a good, if we have electrical instructor. If we can't, we have to use uh, kind of a watered version of you know. Mm-hmm. What, well, basically, what we're using a little bit of is our pre-apprenticeship right. program. Right. Uh, if we have a teacher in high school that's teaching and they don't know anything about electrical, mm-hmm. and then we're trying to support them as much as possible. Right. Uh, so we have those two approaches. Then we have the approach that that we we thought we would make to for those students who you know the parents were wobbling a little bit. And, hey, you need to go to college. Mm-hmm. And you need to go to college. And I thought, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put together a pre-apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. and we're going to put it in the community colleges. Okay, it's our program. Yeah. But we hold the classes in the community college. Mm-hmm. We partner with them so that they will put that pre-apprenticeship listing in their course catalog. Mm-hmm. So the kid can say to mom and dad, "I'm going. What are, I'm what going are you going to college. do? Right. I'm going over to Eastfield <laughs> College. I'm going into that electrical yeah. uh, program over there at Eastfield College. Oh, college, college. Okay, right. You know, right. What's the tuition? Yep. Oh, well, uh, I'm this program here. Uh, I find that." Uh, these folks are going to get me a job once I uh, yeah. start this, right. and I can go to classes in the evening. And and we, I even found out my employer will pay for my tuition. How about that, Mom? That's great. That's great. So I it love was it, a Jared. way. It was a hook. Yep. It was a hook to get because we spend enough time going to these high school mm-hmm. job fair things, and where the parents are there and talking to you and everything, hmm. and and they they just don't want to talk to construction people, right? So we, we, we've got this hook now with this community college stuff, and Spencer yeah. is working like a champ. I, would, I was going to ask because, I mean, that's brilliant. It's really a brilliant strategy because we can, we can choose to fight against society and the, and the messaging of society of that you need to go to college yeah. after high school, or we can figure right. out how do we work within that paradigm, and you've figured out how to work with it. <laughs> and the, and the thing great. about it is what, what we tell the kids when we talk to them about it. Yeah. We say, tell your parents there's zero no debt. debt. No debt. Yeah. You have no college debt when That's you right. finish. I know uh, schooling debt when you finish. Right. And by the way, we'll invite you out to the apply the apprenticeship program. Yeah. You'll go your four years. You'll be working full time. You'll be making making anywhere good money. From Fifteen to twenty two dollars an hour with right. benefit. Right. And when you graduate, tell your parents there's no no student debt. That's right. I uh, and some of the, and some of the high school job fairs I went to, when I met I, I did the whole spiel. You know about mm-hmm. it's a great industry and. 
you know, the good future, blah, 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 so on and so forth, interesting work, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And and the parents are standing there looking at me, and then I, I went like, I've made the, you know, the zero like we do with our fingers. Yep. And I said, but your son or your daughter will graduate with zero debt. Right. Their eyes got big. Right, right. I'm like, wait a second here. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is the one thing that every parent reacted to that yep. yeah. statement. When I said that, their eyes widened, they went really yeah pay attention in a much yes. different way then it's like wait a second what <laughs> how does this work and how do we start in our pro yeah. yeah in our program they pay their tuition every week it's a little small amount it's yep. from their paycheck yeah then they don't pay up front or anything like that so they when they graduate they have no debt that's great no student debt that's great but wow. uh I, I think that uh i think we have to use uh I, have, I think a couple of things. I think mm-hmm. we have to use students who are either in our program or just graduated because tell that they're story. close in yeah. age. Most of them are close in age to the kids we're trying to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, if we can do something with a community or a university or, or a college, I think it's, it's beneficial if we can do that and use that ploy, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. hey, they're going to college, you know, and right. studying this. But not let the college or the university or whomever, you don't want that to, to take credit for the yes. program. Right. This is one of the things that, that we used to preach in the early days is that we'd ask some of the EDs, where do you have your apprenticeship program? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's at community college. Mm-hmm. And then we found out some of them would say, hell, they, they, they had taken over our program. They take over the program, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they kind take of farming over it our out. program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do that. You got yeah. you, you can work with these community colleges and have a relationship with them. Right. But you can still it's still your program. Right. Right. Yeah. You you want to you want a partnership with them, a true partnership, and not not a yeah. You don't want to lose your your autonomy. You don't want to lose control of, right. of our own That's, intellectual you assets. You do not want to lose yeah. control of that program. Yeah. Yeah. And and huh. the teacher that teaches that is one of our teachers. Those pre apprenticeship is that right? They're huh. our guys. Hmm. We pay them. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. We well, that, that's them, terrific. That's terrific. Well, well, we need to share more of this story with with others in in the IEC network across the country because I, yeah, I think what you got going there in Texas is very special, um, and and it's great because we we've captured a little bit of it. You know, just talking here that that help folks that are listening, then it'll help to to um, get their their wheels turning in their heads too. Because I think that well, I hope so. You know, it's Spencer. there's a lot of lot of opportunities to be able to learn from one another. That um, that are here and now, and and we need to work on solving this this workforce issue. But also, it's I think Jerry, it's 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 aligning our young people with the desire and the and and the the passion that's inside of them that they're not aware of because they don't have exposure to uh, an, an aunt or uncle that happens to be in the trades or or shop classes in school that you and I had. That's right. And, yeah, and, there's none of that you know, anymore. There, so they're, they're not, not getting yeah. it from anyone. Right. See? And then, and then we we'll have young people call us here, yeah. and they're graduating from high school and say, well, "Mr. Thomas, I didn't even know y'all exist." Exactly. Exactly. You know. And that's and, and that's uh, on us. I, I I say that's on us. That's on IEC. That's where we can yep. get out that's there, right. and we need to be more proactive about sharing this pathway to individual successes, and and uh, a career opportunity that's there. You know, Spencer, before I forget this, because of the subject matter we're on, a couple of years ago, I had the idea of uh, doing a job fair for the members. Yeah. And so 
from high school students. Uh-huh. So we we sent to every high school in the, in the greater Dallas area and even outlying areas in our chapter area. We sent a letter to the principal mm-hmm. and to uh, any of the counselors, and we sent the brochures and so on and so forth, and we said, any any senior that's graduating this mm-hmm. year, please give them this information, and we put a little handout in there mm-hmm. so they can see what we're, we're trying. Yeah. And we said, on this particular day, we're having that signing day. You know the signing day yes. that's going around? You know? Right, right, right. Well, we did a signing day la- last year. And, that's terrific. Uh, so we're getting that information out, and man, I'm surprised. We had high school students calling us saying, "I'd like to come. I'd like to put my name down." No kidding. And uh, yeah, we had. Uh, Sorry, that's I, crazy. had I, I had to limit the number of contractors because of yeah. our building size, but uh, we had all of our rooms filled, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we had about it averaged about six uh, students per, and we had eight or. Nine, nine contractors, I think. Yeah. So there were there were about eight students each in each of those rooms that's at terrific. any one time being interviewed. So that's terrific. And see, any of our chapters can do that. Right. Right. That's right. Every every one of them. I just just do a thing to to say to your members, we want to do this, and how many of you can participate that day from mm-hmm. two to four? Right. And we'll send out all the information to them. Yep. Now that's that's, to the high school. that's brilliant. And pump them and see if we can get them over and do a signing yeah. day for them. So. Oh, that's great. Anyway, that's it great. worked. It worked. And are you guys going to do it again this year? I'm, I'm guessing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Terrific. Oh, yeah. That's yep. terrific. Yes, sir. We sure will. Terrific. Well, very, very innovative. Um, Jerry, I want to ask you, what do you do for fun, my friend? Pardon What do you do for fun in your time off uh, when, you're, when you're not? Well, uh, yeah. you know, I've, I've, got a, I've got one of the things I do, not yeah. all of them, but one of the things I do is I have a bunch of buddies, and, and we go smoke cigars uh-huh. yeah. and hang out, and uh, we'll go to different places, like there's a little uh, restaurant club over in uh, in one of the suburbs near yeah. our cigar shop, and uh-huh. every Tuesday night, for example, they have a little local band that plays, and they no serve good food, and... That's so great. we'll do stuff like that, or, or like on Saturdays, uh, we devote all Saturday yeah. watching college football games. Mm-hmm. And then you... I, I stay pretty busy. You know, my wife died in, in 1995, but yeah. I have two grandsons mm-hmm. and a granddaughter, but my granddaughter is married. But mm-hmm. my two young grandsons, they live with me mm-hmm. and my son, their dad, and yeah. uh, the two boys. So I get pretty active with them. I'm always doing things with them at all. So, That's terrific. Uh, I just... I just hang out and do whatever I feel like I want to do. Sounds it sounds great. Spencer, at my great. age, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds great, Jerry. Well, well, I really appreciate your your time and and sharing a bit of your story with us today and and sharing it back with the IAC community and you. Again, I mean, I, I open with you, you've been a, a tremendous leader for this association for many, many years. And, and we just scratched the surface in our conversation today about um, things that you've done in the past, as well as then ideas and, and things that you're implementing now that, that can help make each chapter and, and each uh, group of members out there across this great country of ours uh, even better at what they do within IEC. Well, so, I, I appreciate that, Spencer. You know, you. we have a lot of great talent in IEC. Yes, uh, we in do. Our yeah. And uh, we need to we need to tap all of that uh, that knowledge and and energy and everything. And uh, I, I just I, 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 on my heart is mm-hmm. that I, I really want to help anybody that needs help. And I because I'm I'm not I'm not afraid to ask for help when I need it. So. Yeah, yeah, 
That's wherever true. we can do. And I appreciate you inviting me today to no, participate. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's been our pleasure and, and my pleasure and, and uh you know very grateful for your time. We'll see you in St. Louis, right? See you next week. Buddy. All right. Well terrific. All right. Take well, care, Spencer. All right. Thanks, Jerry. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. And thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment in the second season of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at IECI.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to MyElectricCareer.com. That's MyElectricCareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.